Welcome to the weekly episode of the Freelancer Codex Podcast. Your hosts, Stephen, and co-hosts Mike, Devin, and JD are all set. Join us and tweet your questions at Freelancer Codex. Find us on Facebook at Freelancer Codex. Or send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com. Strap into your javelins and let's drop in. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 95 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running Anthem podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Steve, along with my three co-hosts, Michael, Devin, and JD. We're also here with Chat, Phaedron's in chat, hanging out with us. He's probably... Phaedron, we haven't seen you in such a long time since you had a baby. Are you doing okay? We hope you're doing okay. We're glad to have you with us, Phaedron. So, guys, it has been a whopping 41 days since last uh, EA Play 2019. That was kind of the official announcement release i guess you could say for the pts that was going out so it's been a long time since we've had the pts it actually it doesn't feel that long but when you look at it the pts has been out for a really long time and at first i thought that they were gonna kind of do like hey we're gonna do three days here we're gonna do three days here kind of focus test these things a little more and it really hasn't been that way Devin, is it surprised has, has it surprised you that it's kind of just been open the entire time uh, I mean, it did at first, but then I was like, well, I mean, everything else about this game changes on a regular basis, so <laughs> why would they stick to what they announced <laughs> uh, in the first place? No, I mean, it's it's. I prefer that they leave it open. I mean, I guess if they had more direction and, and focus, it would be good. Also, they could say, hey, we're going to open it for this day, and these are the things we want you to test, and then you could actually have direction, whereas now it's just it's open all the time. They update it. You can look at what they updated. Uh, they don't tell you what they need you to test or what you know they are having problems with. Besides, I mean, they have the known errors, and so I mean, you can you can try and do those things, but there is no focus or direction of what they want us to test. And so I, I that think really they're kind of make it a whole lot different, wouldn't it? If they would yeah. say, "Hey, this is this is what's here. Yeah. Please check this out for us. Try these guns and this this meta. Try this." That makes a lot yeah, of I think sense. they're just they're just missing out on the opportunity, you know, to have focus testing by a lot of people in the PTS. Is, and, is my opinion. And I, and I think you guys are exactly right because as it stands now, we have to go out and um, earn the new weapons that are coming out. So, you, in my mind, it would be easier if they said, "Hey, here's all the new weapons that we've made." These are, you know, the base stats. These are the base main inscriptions. If you go and test these, we'll know what is balanced and what is not balanced. And right now, it's just kind of like, all right, if you get it, it's like, well, I don't know if this gun is balanced because I haven't gotten that gun or I haven't received that item. And the way it's structured currently, because they're releasing all the different war chests for melee weapons, components, and gear and weapons on a different day, you kind of have to be grinding that much in order to earn all those. So it doesn't give yeah. you a lot of opportunity to say, okay, if I want to test the storm today, it's like, well, if I want to test the Colossus or the Ranger or the Interceptor, you have to play the PTS so many more times in order to earn those weapons that it's not a great incentive for me to be like, to branch out to something other than the storm. So I stick with what I know. Well, but... Well, but Steve, but not only not only incentive for you, but it doesn't seem like it's doing um, the studio any benefit to to give you this thing to play with and not tell you how they would like you to to try to play with it to see to see what's working and what's not. Shut up, Devin. 
<laughs> I think but, your method would work, Stephen, if it was focus testing, right? So if there was a test where it's like, hey, we want you guys to test these new weapons, and they could do that, you know. But right right now, the way they're doing it is just it's all – they put stuff out there, and then they, they just track the data, what works, what doesn't work. And so it's just kind of like shooting from the hip, you know, basically. And, I mean, in one way, they're getting data of – Okay, how often do these drop? Is it is the drop rate enough for these? Um, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm guessing they're getting now. But um, yeah, I mean, if they had more focused sessions, like okay, we're going to give you all these weapons, but that would be more specific builds that they would have to make, which would be more work, is my guess. And so um, they're just like, we'll just just keep working on this, you know, PTS like we would as this is the cataclysm. So we'll give them everything, and then we'll slowly put features in, and you know, hope they figure out what those features are. And granted, this is the first time they're doing a PTS, so they have a great opportunity to learn from everyone's feedback. So hopefully they take that in the future ones. It's like, hey, here's all the stuff we want to test. And, you know, and, and focus it down a little bit more so we can help them better. Because currently it's like, well, I guess let's just go for the high score because there's a leaderboard right now, and I guess we can test things along the way. So, sorry, JD, we talk a lot about the Cataclysm because that's what's kind of new, and you don't have access to it, so sorry about that. So, at the beginning of the episode, I kind of want to know what you guys are working on in the game, whether that is your um, Champion of Tarsus reputation grind, whether you're into the PTS, or what else you're doing. We'll start with you, JD, because you don't have access to the sweet PTS that we do. <laughs> yeah um so i'm still uh, i'm still going for gold um i'm also working on what is it the challenge of might where they have you uh kill however many of each enemy type um I'm finding you're still, out you're still doing that a one? lot of uh <laughs> apparently i am um i thought i was i thought i was done but apparently there are far less outlaws in the strongholds that you can <laughs> yeah. um like it's plenty of dominion plenty of scars but um outlaws are really hard to come across apparently i only have like 600 out of 2500 uh for them killed so i i guess i gotta up that and um, I'm now at 30,000 out of 150,000, so I'm about 20% uh, there towards getting gold. Uh, I don't think I'll have it by the time the Cataclysm starts, but I'm still going to try my best to get... When does the Cataclysm start, Judy? Do you know something we don't know? <laughs> no, I don't, but if... Uh, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to it later. Show. October? Is but if you know, oh, if we're in the pre-cataclysm stuff, it might be starting in a couple of weeks. So, so someone someone re- responded to Devin's post. De- Devin posts our show on the Reddit all the time, and someone was like, "Hey, do you guys remember when the other three hosts looked at Devin like he was crazy <laughs> when he said the cataclysm was going to come out in August?" That's like, oh, I mean, and we, I, I think we, we were all just really disappointed. No, I mean, how, even a blind squirrel <laughs> finds a fixed clock twice. Of- what is it? I, I really like your saying, Mike. I think you should keep workshopping that. Like, keep going with it a right blind, here. The a blind squirrel. Your, right, yeah. You can upgrade so, your conversation topics on your own. <laughs> the squirrely rocket. All right, so... De- oh. Devin is the brightest knife in the crayon box. So, Devin, what have you been working on in your Anthem uh, your anthem career this last week? Uh, yeah, so this week... Um, so, I haven't, I haven't played the regular live service Anthem. Uh, or live game, <gasps> I can't. We can't really call it a live service, but 
Um, just call it Anthem for now. Yeah, I have. I've been playing it. I haven't played Anthem since the PTS came out. I only log in if there's a piece of cosmetic item that I really like. Um, you haven't played. Li- you those. haven't played the actual game for 41 days. You've been PTS the entire time. The entire time. Wow. So, I just there's no reason for me to play the regular game. I mean, I don't. I'm not chasing gold. You know, I'm still like I have like. I logged in just a minute ago just to see if the server's working because they were. Uh, one of our Discord users was having trouble on Xbox, so I logged in to see if there were the same problems on PC. And I was like, oh, let me go see where I'm at. And I'm at like 30-something thousand on on that one. I don't know. I was like, ah, okay, whatever. And I was like, do I want to play this? No, not really. I'd rather go play the PTS. Um, there's just a lot of cool things in the PTS. I really like the, the latest update. Um, do you want me to talk about that stuff now, or when are we talking about that? In a minute? Uh, we'll, we'll go in a minute. So you've been playing PTS, Mike. What have you been working on? PTS, I have not. I have not been in um, the uh, the game in a while. Actually, I'm kind of in the same boat with Devin. Um, pretty much, pretty much the same kind of things. We're working on. We're doing Cataclysm runs. Um, we're doing um, just playing with the new stuff, the new guns. I think mostly because it, it feels fresh, it feels new um it's it's not just the same old stuff and so i'm i'm kind of right there with devin just kind of haven't i haven't really been in the game for a while um so huh so, so i that's it. so yeah. i've actually been going back and forth between both of them i've been doing the pts and i've been doing the actual games i've still been making the map for the cataclysm runs just mapping out where all the bonus orbs are, where all the orb plates are, where the Valkyries spawn. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there, so that's kind of taking some time. But I also mm-hmm. really want to work on getting my legendary freelancer achievement done. And in order to do that, I had to. You have to achieve all the rank one weapon um, challenges. And I went through and I did that. I ended up with, with the last one with the grenade launcher, which is not fun to use at all. Like I haven't used the grenade launcher <laughs> until this one. And I had to do this three times to kill 50 people. That's the grenade launchers aren't fun. Maybe I'm just haven't gotten a good one yet, but they just, so you're doing it wrong. I, and it's very possible that I am doing it wrong. I think the most interesting one is the one where you can shoot it out and you can detonate it on your own. But that seems very hard to set up if you're kind of in open spaces. Maybe I just haven't played around with it enough yet. So any Colossal Colossus mains out there that have been using grenade launchers, write in, let us know what I'm doing wrong. But yeah, that just wasn't very fun. It was like but, a grind to get that done. The, yeah. the combat's a little too fast for the uh, place and detonate ones to really be viable. Uh, in, in my experience, it's the, uh, it's the ones that detonate on impact that are the most helpful because it's it's not usually... Um, I forget which one it is, but there's one of them um, where, I mean, at least you're doing splash damage when you're detonating on impact, but sometimes you'll, you'll just barely miss a target and then you'll just end up, depending on the geometry, bouncing off in the total opposite direction of the enemy. Yeah. Pro, so pro tip for anyone that hasn't done that, I actually did the legendary missions, got these all and just set it down to easy. And, you know, just, just looking at enemies on easy, um, they just end up dying, but there's so many of them in the legendary missions that you get them done really, really quick. So I, I discovered that on like when I was on the last round of them. So pro tip, if you want to get those done, go ahead and finish them. So I got all that done. The only thing I'm lacking is the expedition challenge. And in order to do that, I'm still lacking. So I've got 21 to 25 scar Intel. I've got 20 to 25 outlaw histories, 13 to 25 dominion Intel, 
The Arcanist Archives, I have 8 of 25. Sentinel Archives, I have 6 of 25. The Runes, I have 36 of 50. And then I've got 19 of 40 just notes out in Bastion that I have to collect. And I'm like, I look at these numbers and I'm like, do I, do I really want to do this? Do I really I mean, want to do this? Well, and is it even set up that way? Is it just set up to you get that achievement when you get it? I mean... Because really, I, I, if you're going to set out to do that, that's that's like a lot. That's an investment. That's like that's it, like over a holiday break or something. Yeah, I mean, and it's been taking me a while to do it. So I finally printed it off a map. There's a map online that has the locations of everything. So I'm just going to go through region per region and just check these off the box. And it, it's really nice that they added the question marks to the compass so you can do this easier. But it also mm-hmm. sucks that they added the um, the down javelin parts as question marks also because those appear <laughs> everywhere it seems like and you're like oh here's something i have a gun it's like nope it's just another part so i mean another part bastion is big like flying around it and being able to master flight like i am like learning where every river is every waterfall and every time it rains so oh, that's, that's so I'd the be, best part of the game mastering flight i love it that that <laughs> is my favorite part right now so i'm going to become oh, a master of flight i'm going to find all these things never gonna let it go no, I, and I'm not going to let it go. Let it soon Never to your soul. <laughs> All right. So, so that's what we've been doing. So I appreciate everyone. Uh, you know, if if you have stuff that you guys are doing also that you want to say, hey, I'm working on this or I'm working on this, write in, let us know. We can discuss it on the show. All right. So a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, you can always email the show at freelancercodex at gmail.com. If you have questions, comments, criticisms, you can do that. We'll read them on the show. Um, be nice, please. Or, or we can... won't, because you know what? We don't need that negativity in our life. It's true. Just I guess we it. don't. So, Or you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 505-386-7917. So, speaking of criticism, there's one thing I wanted to address. Um, so, I was talking with a lot of people on Twitter um, I like to put out a lot of tweets and people give feedback and a lot of people are like, hey, you know, I really want this game to be good. Someone someone wrote and said, hey, I, I want this game to be good, right? And generally, you can tell when someone is trolling you on Twitter or they're just, you know, trying to be that person. Um, I'm pretty good at sussing that out. Or And, you know, a lot of people have an honest desire for the game to be good, right? People want that. Right. People want Anthem to be good. I want Anthem to be good, and I want it to be fun. So someone that likes the game wrote back and said, Anthem is good. If you can't see that, you're an obvious troll. So like the negativity coming from both sides of, of the aisle here when it comes to Anthem kind of frustrates me. It's like, you know, we, we all want the game to be good. If you enjoy the game, like what, don't attack people that want it to be better than it is. I want it to be better than it is. I don't think it helps anyone like for either side to be attacking each other for what they want in the game. I mean, obvious trolls, just ignore them, just block them, whatever, or whatever you do. If you want to go hunt trolls, you go do that. You do you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But, you know, let's try to be better to each other, especially those that are sticking with the game and are going to be advocates for the game in the long run. I mean, it's okay if people have criticisms of the game. That It doesn't mean that that's inherently negative. That you have a criticism. I mean, we talk about not being an echo chamber of positivity on the show, and we're definitely not. Not when Devin and Mike are on the on the show, anyway. So just, yeah. I mean, let's but let's you know just try it's to be better. Important. It's also important to call things what they are, right? Because because the game, like right now, it's in a spot where it's not like it, it's struggling. I mean, not that it's not fun, but 
there's some good things to it, but again, call it what it is. Like it needs it needs help. It needs work. That's why there's a PTS. I mean, that's why there's there's people out working on it. You know, so like like don't don't be so to either side. I think don't be so point. defensive. I guess. I guess. Well, and and you know, to just to go off your point, Steve. Like like you don't need to go to one side or the other. This game isn't gonna win game of the year currently. Um, but you know, it's also not not total you know garbage disposal fodder either. So just call it what it is, and just be the kind of person that can see all aspects of it without without being a bad word about it. And I want to say yeah. That. And I think there's oh. if I'll, I'll say one thing real quick, JD, then I'll let you go. Um, <laughs> there, it's really easy to look at, to find trolls on the internet, guys, especially on Twitter. Like, take three seconds to, if someone responds to you. Look at their timeline, and you'll know. You'll know if they're sincere in their criticism, or you'll know if they're a troll or not. I mean, that's it. And if they're a troll, just block them and move on. Find the people that actually want to talk about the game, because there's a lot of people that actually do. JD, go for it. I mean, although I I definitely do not agree that you should just write off anybody that dislikes Anthem as being a troll, I do kind of understand where he's coming from, at least on in the respect that, like, the... Anthem has problems, and we've talked about them on the show. We've, you know, again, we're not an echo chamber of positive. JD, we lost you there for a second. JD, JD. Where, where are you at, buddy? He he, like got swallowed in the echo chamber. The echo chamber became a black hole, <laughs> the echo chamber and it swallowed him. Up. Sucked him in. He's just gone. All right. Well, JD. we'll wait. We'll wait for JD to come back, and we can continue <laughs> on here. So. Um, little little bit of news, and then we we actually have we're going to make some calls to some of our community members that are waiting in the wings. We're going to let them ask us questions. Uh-huh. We're going to ask them questions also. So real quick, Devin and JD, you were on the Hit Start Gaming podcast. You guys got to guest on their show. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it's a group of guys. Can you guys hear me now? Hey, we can hear you now, JD. <laughs> um, yeah, there's three of them. Uh, there was only two when we were there. Um, it was a lot of fun. We we chatted about a lot of different things, about uh, us personally, history wise, you know, video games, that kind of stuff. And then we talked about Anthem for about a half hour, you know, forty minutes, something like that. And uh, it was interesting. You know, it was a lot of fun. I think uh, I'm not sure if they're putting it out this coming Friday, the uh, 19th, or not. Yeah, I think um, they spread uh, it out. They they so announced they, on Twitter earlier that they're releasing a different interview tomorrow. So. Yeah. Will probably be either Monday or Friday of so next you guys week. Got pumped. That's harsh, man. Well, that they record rough. multiple each week, so they do two. Uh, pod- they they do. release two podcasts a week. So. Yeah, totally. We should start doing that. We should do two <laughs> podcasts a week. You guys down? We can handle it. No, I don't know. Well, if we can. So it'll be exciting. So everyone, go check out Hit Start Gaming. Um, you can find that on all your podcatchers and all that fun stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna kick this over to Devin. Uh, Devin, there is a storm in the in the live game. If you look out past East Watch, there's a storm out there. Yep, what is going on with the storm? I don't know if there is or not. Nobody knows, right? So, I mean, there's stuff happening. Uh, you know, developers, community managers have responded that it's not a mistake that there is stuff happening. Uh, it's not clear whether this is the start of the cataclysm events based on my personal experience in the cataclysm i would say if it is then they're screwed um 
there's a lot of problems in the cataclysm still. Um, Are you talking bug you wise know, or? Yes, bug wise, uh, balance. You know, there's leaderboard issues. They fixed they fixed one of the last patch, but then created a new one. Um, so they used to be able to glitch to get really high scores. You could just leave after you defeated the boss. In uh, you know, like on PC, you could just basically crash the game and leave and come back and, and join again and it would start you over and you'd keep all the score and you could redo it and you could do that over and over and over again. And that's so why people boost. were getting 134 million points on the yeah, leaderboard. Like that's million or whatever. And uh, so they fixed that, but now if the game crashes, um, it puts you back into the cataclysm. Uh, but everything you've already completed, you can't do again and your score is at zero. So, which is, which is an, uh, another problem, right? So, that's, like a, that's like a controller breaking problem. <laughs> it's like, hey, you did all this stuff and the game but it doesn't come. put you back in. Gives you 15 fresh minutes uh, to go and do stuff. But if you already opened something or defeated one of the, uh, what are they calling them? Challenges. Um, challenges. Yeah, yeah. Then I mean, it's not there anymore. So that's how they kind of defeated that, or or there was their quick and dirty solution. I think um, they're gonna have to work on something better to actually fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they're you know they're trying to fix problems and seeing if it works and if it doesn't. Obviously, this one didn't quite work the way they wanted it to, so they need to fix that. There's they definitely helped the economy issues. Um, because it used to be like to buy one large crystal, you have to convert a thousand crystals. Now it's you have to convert five hundred crystals. Right. Oh, so, so, so they're working on a lot of that stuff. But as as far as like, hey, the cataclysm's starting soon. Yeah. Because um, Kotaku but, even picked up the story that people are starting to see these changes, which really surprised me that you know Kotaku, someone from Kotaku, is actually paying attention currently. So they must have just going through the Reddit, trying to see like you know, I mean, a lot of people are on the Reddit. They're wanting to see the dumpster fire that that place is currently. Um, so they're going to pick up on stuff like this, so that they're seeing that people are seeing changes. So something must be happening. Um, but a couple days ago, really a couple days ago, they. Um, one of the challenges actually got launched early that said the cataclysm was going to start in seven days. So people are reading into that. Um, AJ said that that was a mistake. That wasn't supposed to go live early. So then it's like, well, okay, is this tiny little storm out here? Did that go live early? And they said, no, it's supposed to be there. So is this the precursor of the precursor of the cataclysm? Which if if it is, like, and no one's saying anything about it, like, hey... You're going to start seeing some changes out there. We're getting ready for the cataclysm. Even a tweet like that, I think, would be like, hey, getting people prepared. Maybe people that haven't played in a while would like to jump in and start gearing up if they want to push those leaderboards. But to not say anything is also very interesting to me, which I don't I mean, quite understand. We've had a lot of discussion about this in our Discord and with other people. And some people are like, oh, yeah, this is two weeks. You know, two weeks is going. And I'm just like, I just, you know, I just don't see it. You know, there's to me, there's no way they would, you know, announce this in a live stream and say, yeah, there's going to be two weeks before the cataclysm. You know, there's there's two week events to build up and prepare for the cataclysm. And then there's six weeks cataclysm. There's no way they would do that and then just kind of soft launch it and hope people figure it out that this is starting. You know, I mean, that that's just dumb decision making if they 
if that's what's happening. Yeah. And right. I don't believe that that's what's happening. I think this is like, okay, we're putting some storm things out there. Things are kind of happening and they should say, I mean, basically what you said, Steven is, yeah, we're, we're starting to put things in there. This isn't the, the, the start, you know, of the pre events for the cladicalism. This is just a storm that's on the right on the horizon. The just what? kind of what did you say? The cataclysm. The cataclysm. Devin's, Devin's the real tired, so clabs. <laughs> that was weird. I'm gonna but cap the, that out and use that later. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. They should definitely talk about this, you know, or not. I mean, that they're or not is what they're doing now. So I don't know. I'm, it yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And based off of personal experience in the pts it's not ready um i mean you know for the for the main event so so maybe it's it's doing what it's supposed to i mean we're talking about it but at the same time people are thinking this is it and this is happening but it's not happening so i i I have a question yes jd but but something's changing sorry jd oh well like so i i like obviously i don't know much about the details of the pts because i can't play it but i like, like, are they using like fairly recent builds for you guys to test in the PTS, or is it like maybe like one build behind, like several there, builds behind? There's no are way for us to know. To yeah, we, we don't know what build that it's on. They they just okay. update it every week. So okay, so for for all we know, maybe the feedback that we well, that you guys have been giving in the PTS could be updating their most recent build of the game, the one that's supposed to go out. I mean, I mean be. that's yeah. the assumption is that they're I don't, working I, I don't. One would hope it is, especially if, it's ha- if it has as many problems as you guys say. Well, I mean, there's there's some issues that definitely need to get get worked out, and they're, I'm sure that they're aware of the game crashing issues that the PTS has. I doubt that there's any way that they will let it release with those in place because this is, like we said before, this is kind of like, hey, this is your chance to shine. So I'm sure they're doing everything they can to make this thing launch in a good state it's just very weird that we are seeing changes and it's just confusing people that aren't like hey there's that anthem game something's happening oh look there's a storm let me go in there and see what's new oh the only thing that's new is that storm if this is all that's new i guess i'll see you later you know so it's just kind of like hey things are starting to change slowly they have an anthem game twitter account for this very reason i'm sure take a picture of it put it out there you're going to start seeing changes stop in every once in a while this isn't the beginning of the cataclysm yet you'll know when that happens and then hey call it a day but you know you know we were we were talking about sean murray who was the leader of hello games they put out no man's sky he was even talking about this same idea of you know what sometimes it's better to not say anything than to try and control that and just work on the game so maybe they're like you know what this is what we're gonna do we're not gonna say anything till we're exactly ready for it to come out and they're just kind of following this um, this media, I don't even know what to call it, this strategy of just not saying anything until you're ready, which it might frustrate us now, but in the long run, because they have been working on it, maybe it'll be better for all of us. So, I mean, as much as we want them to tell us what's going on, maybe it's just better that they don't. And it sucks for us. I'm sure it sucks for them because they want people to know, but I, I mean, maybe that's just the strategy that they're going to follow and we could beat that horse to death, but you know what? This is what they're going to do. And that's that. So I don't know if it's even worth talking about, you know, them not saying anything anymore. I don't know. But no. it, it's frustrating anyway. So, all right. So I wanted to talk about a couple things in the cataclysm and 
So I was thinking as I was driving today, because I had a long time to drive, where that line is of us spoiling Cataclysm stuff for people. Because I know there was actually a thread on the EA forum saying, hey, someone had posted um, some spoilers about these um, gravitiers that you can earn in game. And I was like, well, I posted stuff online. Am I like really spoiling this for people? Because in my mind, I'm like, hey, look, everyone that doesn't have access to the PTS or who has gone away from the game. Look at all this cool stuff that we're getting. Maybe it gets people interested. But then I guess I wasn't even yeah. really considering if that's like completely spoiling people on the game. And they're like, hey, spoilers. I didn't want to know that there was Graviteers in this game until I earned it. So I'm just going to keep spoiling this stuff except for the story because I'm, I'm going to respect <laughs> that people want to see the story for themselves. So I, I think we can talk about all the stuff in the Cataclysm. Just well, not I mean, touch anything on the story. It's all out there. I mean, there, there's no stream ban or anything like that. So people stream it all the time. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough because you don't want to ruin it because it's fun when you get to play it. The things you, you get to play in the PTS, um, there's a lot of good content in there. And it's enjoyable. But you don't want to mess it, for, mess it up for other people. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know how you talk about it without talking about it. I mean, we we can just not talk about the story stuff. Like, all the story quests. I mean, we... that story stuff, yeah, that's fine. But there's just so yeah. much else in there with the armor and, you know, all the gear and everything I mean, else. I don't know. Is that, yeah, is that but, a but, Yeah, new, new yeah, I mean, armor and new weapons. Unless when those like are, like, the main weapons. rewards, I'm guessing, you know, it's kind of Well, I mean, I think, I think yeah. the only thing we've said so far is there are new weapons. I hope that's not a spoiler. Oh, I put all kinds of crap on Twitter. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've been posting, see, we've been posting everything thought. that we see. Yeah. That's why you're not on Twitter and you're not doing like, <laughs> you know. That's why I'm not on Twitter. I'm, I'm People are there. super excited for the Cataclysm armors. Um, although we, it only works with the Colossus, another problem in the PTS. So I actually um, don't think that's a problem, Devin. I think they're only offering the Colossus armor right now. I don't think it's offering because. I thought it's, it's supposed to work for all of your armors. So it's. Like, didn't. Didn't William from the Anthem show off a ranger set? It's behind the vendor. All right. So the way that it the way that it's worded, it says you get all pieces to form this set. Currently, they updated it today, and now it's not just an icon. It actually shows you it's just the Colossus set. So yeah. the Colossus armor is called the Shattered Armor. I'm guessing the Ranger is going to be something different. Interceptor and the Storm are going to have different names. So even though that wording made you think that, oh, you're going to get every the single suit, I think the Shattered Suit is only for the Colossus, and that's why you oh, don't have access to any of them. No, I mean... I'm sure they'll have the rest of them in there. Just different names. We've already, we've already seen the art for it. It's, it's already in the actual live service version of Anthem. Because people data mined it, and you can see the image of them already. But well, but we also saw there was the was there the uh, the trailer and stuff. Yeah, the web featurette. There was something yeah. where they showed all the stuff. Yeah, they showed the yeah. ranger and the interceptor stuff. And right now, you can see the ranger armor actually just standing behind the dude with four eyes. So, so there's that. Wow. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have access to new armor that, and now it's gonna be even easier to get because they. Um, lower the cost of our crystals that you're going to be able to get from like you were saying Devin, yep. used to be 1000 crystals um minor crystals to make a major crystal a major crystal and then you well, needed you needed five then, majors only, and 500 not only did they lower the price but they also lowered our reward didn't they no they say that you're going to get no. the exact same number of crystal that you were before so you're going to well, be getting things 
No, but it that's is not true. true Devin and I, Devin and I did a run, and our crystals were cut in half. You remember when we ran with William? Yeah, that was uh, so last week's or, or, update. Or did that, or did that yeah, so that happened last week at the update. So before, it used to be for every 500 points you got one crystal, and then they changed it to so the one where we got like 10,000 crystals for like a million or whatever we got. That was at the old set of for every 500 points you get a crystal. And so then after the update, it changed to for every thousand points you get a crystal. And so that's where it's still at currently. So, so the only way to get the 10,000 so max crystals is to score like over um, 10 is to score 10 million points in the category, in the category. But, but that's what I'm saying though. It's the same, it's the same ratio though. So even it's the same cut, ratio from the last two weeks. So, yeah. So even though they, they cut the number, how many you need to create major from minor, it's mm-hmm. still going to feel the same because you're getting half as many as you were before. Well, and I think you you actually earn them at a pretty good rate currently. I mean, we can jump in it's after the better. show, and and I don't. It doesn't feel like it's a grind to get like that armor. Like it was super easy to get up to that um, amount of crystals. So it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be hard to get the that armor. So yeah. like, and and I think for me personally, it's going to be hard because I if you, need the. If you can't read, it'll be very <laughs> difficult, Mike. So, and for me, that's like the draw of these events is like, because I want to look cool at the end. But then I'm, in my mind, I'm like, well, if I can just get this super easy, like, is there anything else like giving me incentive to push the leaderboard or to get those high scores? Because if it's not, I mean, you could just go do a couple easy runs of the Cataclysm, not even try for the leaderboards, get the crystals, and then you can get everything that you want, which which is okay for people that don't want to push those leaderboards. So I'm glad that they have that opportunity to say like, okay, I can put in my time that I have, get the thing I want, and then get out. But I also think there needs to be something for those people that want to push the leaderboards and put the time in to get up to that level. Because if there's not, if there's only a number at the end of the leaderboard, then I don't think that's a good enough incentive maybe it will be when it goes live to try and be number one but to me it feels like there needs to be there still needs to be a carrot out there because currently there's not for end game it's be on the leaderboard and then for everything else it's earn crystal to get the armor or get the different weapons so hopefully we will see something in the future that's telling us hey for all you hardcore players this is the carrot that you'll be chasing for everyone else this is a way for you to get the stuff that you want and get out and be done and not feel like you missed anything so hopefully that'll be there um one thing though that we were all kind of excited about that we learned about um recently is there actually is going to be a wood texture in the game now um they have it under leather so we got our wood texture so we can have our wooden javelin. So that's going to be super exciting. Um, I think when we got it and we put it on, um, we were, Devin and I were playing with William. And William was like, this just looks like uh, elephant skin. But it's really hard to tell because, well, he, he said something else. but I'm not. He said something different, but I'm not going to say exactly what he said. I got, oh. I burned him so good. Oh. So we, we get that. Yeah, we'll just, Wait, we'll just skip it. Yeah, so Devin yeah. actually got it. It didn't, nice. it didn't load up on mine. Hey, so there is a wooden texture out there. No, it's cool. Whatever. No, it's fine, Mike. We can we can teach you how to do it. So there. I'm the one that brought it up. It was it yeah. was on the night that you're like, oh, I'm leaving. It was my idea at the beginning, but whatever. It's cool. Yeah. So we'll I'm talk. Okay. A, so we'll talk about the challenges. <laughs> so there are various challenges that you can do that'll earn new graphics, that'll earn new decals. Mike, is there like a mute button by by your microphone? <laughs> 
can you see if that works so there's a bunch of challenges there's a bunch of challenges that you can do in the cataclysm that'll earn you a bunch of stuff there's a way to get gravity ears for all of the javelins which we showed off on twitter um pretty cool i mean it's exciting to i think you're supposed to go kill the gravit king um that that quest was bugged there's a lot of bugs with the challenges hopefully they'll get those fixed fixed up there's a bunch of wraps there's a bunch of decals you can earn a bunch of coin you can earn a bunch of shards just by doing various things a lot of them are like hey don't kill anyone during this challenge so if you do a bunch of those challenges you go a complete pacifist run there's an option for you to do that so which you can do really easily if you just set it to easy and you can just fly through the challenges. So there's ways to do these things if you're not trying to push those higher tiers, which is fine. And master which I enjoy. First, you have to master flight. Um, so let's master flight and which that'll be good to go. Which is pretty hard because there's not a lot of waterfalls. It's true. So one of the things, though, I think that needs to be addressed. Currently, if you open a war chest and you are a interceptor main... You have a 75% chance, sometimes higher, to get something that does not apply to your javelin. Even though they lowered the amount of crystals that you got, or, or the amount of crystal it costs to earn an item, there's still a 75% chance that you will not get something for your class. And that really sucks. So I would rather them leave the crystals at a thousand and give me a hundred percent chance to get something for my storm than to click that button and in my head say, man, I hope this is for the storm. Because right now, like I, I see the same thing that happened with the Elysian chests, that they have a good system out there and then they fill it with a bunch of stuff that makes it not fun and makes it frustrating. So EA wants to give us surprise mechanics, but it seems like we're getting frustrating mechanics out of these boxes. And I would rather them take that away. And if, especially because this event is only for six weeks after the pre stuff, I do not want to spend that time getting items for javelins that if I'm trying to push this leaderboard, I'm going to push it with my top class that I play as that I am getting new loot for. And not being like, well, I guess I got new loot for my Colossus. I guess I'll go use that. Because that sucks. That's not fun. So. And I, I mean, mean, one of the, we, we kind of talked about this because, you know, I, I bought 20. So as soon as they dropped it, I bought uh, 20 melee items, um, you know, for 20 war, war chest melee items. And uh, 17 of them were for the other javelins, not the interceptor. Right. Wow. And which is really annoying. I got three legendaries, uh, none of them for the interceptor. All and, for different classes. Wow. Yeah, and it really sucks. And it, it's like, oh, I mean, that's cool that I'm getting that stuff for them, but I can go play them. And then I'm like, these are really cool. I wish I had legendary versions on my actual javelin that I would like to play and that I want to play. Mm-hmm. And so I really hate what I mean, because it's been that problem for a long time. And the the scale is is. I mean, it's okay when it was an occasion, but this, so this happened, oh, shoot, how many, like two, three months ago when they put it into the game where you could like start getting um, items where it, the waiting definitely changed like for the gear or right. the components for the other javelins. And it, it sucks because you're like, oh, I got a legendary. And then you're like, oh, it's for a javelin I don't use. I don't play very often. And, you know, like, yeah. in the PGS, I hadn't even unlocked any of the other javelins because I'm like, I, I'm not going to play with the other javelins. 
but I would still get gear and items for them all the time um, from everything. And so I was like, well, fine. I just keep getting legendaries and other items, <coughs> excuse me, for these other javelins. So I'll go check them out. And some of them are really cool. You know, they give you a lot of bonus damage and other things. One of the legendaries I got uh, gave me plus 325% uh, damage, you know, from melee. Oh, nice. which, or, but that's weapon damage. So you put that in your melee slot, and now your weapons are doing really good, you know. So no, I think um, it was, I think it was just for melee gear because it had the cog on it. It wasn't the javelin, so it should just apply. On? It should just apply to that gear piece. I'd have to look at the picture. But um, anyway. but anyways, I mean it's it's good it's good stuff. But it's like I don't really care about melee for the ranger. You know, I care about melee for an interceptor. <laughs> you know, right. and so. I mean, it's cool that they have this stuff, but it's just really frustrating. And it was especially frustrating when I was spending, you know, a thousand uh, crystal to buy a major crystal. And then I was buying all these and I'd buy 10 and get one item. You know, the only time it was like, so I stopped buying any of the gear and everything war chest and only bought the weapon ones because at least on the weapons, I knew I could actually use every single thing I got. So if I got a legendary, I could still use it versus the gear items, I'm like, I, I don't even want to buy them because it's wasting my time uh, that I put into the game to get those crystals, and it's not uh, enjoyable at all to get items for javelins that I don't want to play. And and one of our Discord members is like, well, maybe they're trying to help, you know, kind of push that direction. And it's like, if that's what they're doing, I don't want any part of it because don't I hate when the games are like telling me how I have to play the game and. Mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed to say, oh, you need to customize and you can do all these other things. But when you're forcing me to do that, then it just makes me push further away and not want to play that. And the beginning of Anthem, it was play the way you want to with the class you want to. John Warner said, we don't want you to have to fit a role. We want everyone to be able to play whatever role they want. And in order to do that, you, I want to play the Storm. I don't want to play the Colossus. So I want gear for what I'm playing. I mean, this, and, and I think it's compounded because really most people aren't going to get all this crystal and go like, hey, I'm going to go buy one thing at a time and go do something. It's like we stack this up and we're like, okay, let's see what I get out of 10 boxes. So each time that hits, it's a little bit more discouraging. Each time you hit the button to where it's frustrating, frustrating, and then you're just angry about it. One thing that, um, uh, shoot, his name just escaped me. He was a Hearthstone developer and the voice of God at BlizzCon, Ben Brode. So Ben Brode, um, they they would do a lot of talks and uh, development talks on Hearthstone, and they always use the term um, feels bad mechanics. And this is one of those feels bad mechanics that you don't want in your game because you don't want people to play your game and feel bad about it. This is the same feeling I had with the Elysian chests. Same reason I stopped even grinding for those. Phaedrin's in the chat. Phaedrin got every single thing out of the Elysian chests. And I don't know how, I don't know how you push through that, but it's it's frustrating. And then like Alaska Grizz. It's it's true. <laughs> and it, and like Alaska Grizz says in the in the chat, there's not enough vault space for all that, you know? Because now you're collecting for four different javelins and not just one. So you know what we should do? We should call Phaedrin. We should ask him how he feels about all this stuff. You guys talk, and I'm going to get Phaedrin on the line. Bring him up. Bring him in. Long-time friend Phaedrin to the show. I mean, we're going to bring him in. Can... We're going to humiliate him on the show. What? Sorry, I'm kidding. 
Well, I mean, I could see, you know, them leaving some percentage in, you know, of like getting them to, uh, you know, parts for other javelins because they want you, they want, I mean, I would, if I were a developer, I would want to encourage the players to, you know, play all the javelins, but to have it. Hey, there's, hold on. Sorry. Sorry, JD. Phaedron, are you there? I think I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah, Can you, we can't. Yep. You guys can't hear Phaedron? Nope. Cannot hear him. Hmm. This is one of those. Keep going, JD. JD, going back yeah, to your point, to, why, to, why do you want us to for, play? For the, for the same reason why no you guys as parents would get your kids to try new things that they are otherwise opposed to. Sometimes they may not like it until they try it. That I mean, I, vegetables eat them alive. Playing playing a Colossus will not will not matter if if my kid <laughs> lives or dies. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you you understand what I'm saying? Like I understand, whole, and I don't like it. Like maybe they, maybe they think maybe they think you know fruit or oh, maybe they think uh uh what is it um a, a particular uh movie looks dumb and then they actually sit down and watch it and they actually love it i mean it was like that for me uh when i was like a uh what like for me and my dad with the exorcist like i thought it looked like looked way too scary and then i watched it with my dad and i thought it was awesome you know so so the problem with that analogy though Katie, is that is that kids kids inherently have like their blank slates they don't they don't know what they like as, okay. as players uh, then, and as gamers we we we've been around long enough we know what we like we but not, there are but people not who like to float the same. like it, there's you know, well but but it is but it is because because again we we have so many games under our belt that we know what playstyle we like we know what kind of weapons we like um, we know what kind of our our roles are based on our personality. We could do all kinds of stuff. Kids, kids don't know who they are yet. We, as parents, we don't know who our kids are yet. Um, then, then so, let, 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 let's let's forget the analogy for a second, and then just go back to like okay, like mages in video games. Like mages in video games play wildly different depending on the series. I don't like some of them. I greatly enjoy others. The whole thing okay. is that like I if. If it wasn't for the fact that there were achievements to encourage me to play the various uh, origin stories in Dragon Age Origins, I would have never played a mage in Dragon Age Origins, and I would have never found out how much I enjoyed playing a mage in that series. It's it's just the concept of don't knock it till you try it. You know, sometimes, like just because you don't usually like the rogue type class, doesn't mean you won't enjoy uh, the interceptor. I mean, like the whole thing is that it's not a one to one comparison. In fact, you know, like the Colossus in terms of like most tanky classes that I prefer to play, you know, feels a little underwhelming because it takes a lot of modification and the right gear to make your Colossus sufficiently tanky. So it's not a one-to-one. Okay, so we're going to follow that analogy and say now now you're getting all, you're opening all these chests. You want that Colossus build to be good. That's what you want to play. And you get an Interceptor melee. And you get a Ranger component. And you get a Storm whatever you know so so that's that yeah. feel bad mechanic that steve's talking about that yeah that i'm not i'm not saying that the chances should that. be equal for all four at all times uh, i'm, I'm not saying I, that what i am I saying though they should be weighted more for for the jet yes. than you whipped it that time yeah i could see it like if it was like you know like uh uh what is it a uh <laughs> Did we lose you again now we can't hear jd again um, oh darn it I I would say in defense of JD, right? So, like, I can I understand attacking JD. So I don't know if you. No, know in defense of his uh, 
side, right, or perspective. I would say, like, so when I played Diablo 3, so this is the difference where I think it really works to encourage you to play other classes. Like, when it's, there's actual classes and uh, specific play styles, right? Like, right now, I mean, all there is is different-looking javelins with a couple different abilities. It's not a specific play style. It's not a specific class. But in, like, Diablo 3, I was like, oh, I would, I just want to play up close and personal all the time. And, do, and so I'd pick that class and then... As we played through more seasons, I was like, well, I don't want to play the same character. And so we would switch every season. And it gets you out of that comfort zone of this is what I only want to play this class. And then as I was playing other classes, I'm like, oh, I really like this class. And it's fun to play that class. Um, but I think that only works when there's very specific classes for you to uh, to play and to choose from. Whereas right now it's kind of, you know, there there's no they're non-binary javelins. And uh, they don't have a choice, you know. There's no, there's no uh, specifics. <laughs> there's no specifics. They can be whatever they want, and um, it's just weird. Like you know, and they're trying to force me into being a specific thing, and I don't want that. But but, but I don't I don't know if if I feel that being a forced thing is maybe a broken equation thing. I I I have a hard time believing that that out of seven out of twenty chests. 17 yeah. for items that, that were for, for a javelin that you didn't have equipped was the correct equation. So, yeah, so the problem is exactly. all your analogies are terrible. All you guys are wrong. So when we talk, when we talk about Diablo, so when we talk about Diablo, it's because it's set up in a season. It's set up specifically to where you can change classes. Right now in Anthem, it is not. Anthem doesn't have that. It's like, you know what? If you want to play this class, there's a 75% chance that you will not get an item for your javelin. And I don't care which way you cut it, which way you slice it, how you paint that picture, how much mayonnaise you put on it, that sucks. Mayonnaise can be a lot of people in here. So, so Phaedrin, how's it going, man? Can you hear us? <laughs> Phaedrin! Can't hear him. Well, can't no one him. can hear him. No one can hear him. Because I don't, I don't know why we can't hear him. He says he's there. Let's see. I'm gonna turn on Phaedra and send chat message. So I think we I think we beat that to death. I think it needs to be addressed no matter what before the game goes live. We can all agree on that, correct correct? No matter what is happening with it. Yes. I, okay. I'm fine I would, with I would agree with that. With yeah. that stuff, but it needs to be better. You're you're fine with a broken loop No, table? I'm fine with that they have that they would have that, you know, once or twice in there. Like what I'm saying, like it should be the opposite where maybe out of exactly. 20, you get a couple items. You know, maybe even yeah. if it was like a fourth of the items could be for other javelins, but it should be a majority no, for the, the percentages should be adjusted. I think a fourth is too high. No, it no. should be a hundred percent for the javelin that you're using. Okay, I, because I it, it is it is so easy to be like, you know what? I'm gonna go. Right, I'm gonna cut you off there, Stephen. It's no, time to move. No, on. I'm gonna uh, tell you one so. thing. <laughs> this is this is a solution because we come here with solutions, yeah, right? Yeah, we, I do have a move. We come here with solutions. So this is a very easy solution to the problem. If I want to buy something for my storm, I will go buy two chests for the storm. If I want something for the Colossus, then I will just swap to my Colossus and go buy it. There's no barrier to that. So if I want to start collecting on my Colossus, everybody can do that. There's like nothing prohibiting anyone from doing that. We, we, can't, we can't make it that simple. No, it is that simple. It's already in the game that you can just swap. Okay. Um... Since Jay, since we can't seem to get Phaedrin in here, 
It says he's able to talk to us, but it is not working. Hmm. I'm not sure, Fajin. Um, we'll have to figure it out. Um, Alaska Grizz says, wait, you can swap your javelins? Yes, you can swap javelins. <laughs> See, and, yeah, and that's and the thing. He's just been using the ranger since the start. And a lot of people do that. That's okay. And it sucks if you if you main one javelin and then 75% of the stuff you get doesn't go towards it. Okay, so next thing I want to do, because I think we've talked about that to death, um, I actually have a quiz for you guys. Let, so I'm going to set up this quiz. So if you guys... Oh, man, it's been so long. <laughs> so I'm going to set up this quiz first. Um, I don't know why this is not working, because we really wanted to pull a bunch of people in here to talk to them. And for some reason, we were not able to get Phaedron in there. So we're going to have to figure this out, Phaedron. But we will catch you next. We'll, we'll figure it out, and then we'll we'll have it up and ready for the next show. So these are those technical difficulties that we're just going to have to work with. All right. So a uh, funny thing about this quiz, guys. This quiz actually comes from the, Freeland, from the Anthem Codex. So I'm sure you guys have all read this because you guys have all devoured the Codex like I have. And you guys have already figured this out. So... So, so, th- so this is what you guys need to do. Hold on, someone's sending me a message. It's Mike. Uh, let's see, Mike, you son of a. Hey, Mike, that's not cool. <laughs> All right, so this is what you were gonna do. I'm gonna ask you guys a couple questions, and you're gonna keep track of your answers, and we're gonna tell you what famous Legion of Dawn freelancer or um, legionnaire you are. Okay. So this was it's actually like a personality test. This is a personality test that is actually in the Anthem Codex. All right. Nice. So, which Legion of Dawn member are you? Um, answer these questions to find out. Okay. So, JD, you okay. there? You, you, JD got all quiet because I told him his, he uses too much mayonnaise. What? So, okay, JD's there. <laughs> all right. So, that. question number one: How do you like your tea? Is it a hot, b cold, c in a mug plated in ember and hope, or d with chimeric compound like Mother used to make it? So, you guys have to choose a uh, one of those. You supposed to write this down to try and remember I'll, all these. I'll, I'll write it down. You just tell me. So a hot. Hey, hey, he's in here. <laughs> he's in the video, oh. but we can't hear him still. There he is. What's up, Phaedron? Unmute oh. yourself, bro. Are you unmute? Dude, so, you look like you have a newborn. Apologize <laughs> for that, but. So for this for this audio podcast, Phaedron has joined us, but is unable to communicate. Which we don't know why. So technology, we're pretty good at it. All right, Phaedron, we'll figure it out later. Thanks for popping in, man. Good luck with that, baby. All right. So how do you like your tea? A hot, B cold, C in a mug plated in ember and hope, or D with chimeric compound like Mother used to make it. So um, this is so this is where you guys because, answer the question. Because those are because those are our only options, I'm gonna say cold. Alright, Mike likes it cold. Devin, how do you like, like it? Cold. Uh with chimeric compound. Obviously. Who else would choose anything different? <laughs> Jamie? Such a Nancy. Oof. Um I, I mean I don't really drink. You're not tea at signing all, so. a mortgage, JD. I know, I know. It's just that I don't drink tea. <laughs> Neither do we. Right. <laughs> I guess, I guess okay, you can't answer this warm, question then. Warm, warm. Oh my gosh, that all took. Right. All right, question number two. It's just a funny thing. Jamie. You find an open wallet on the ground. What do you do? A. Take put all the t- money. 
And That's not shut up. Put its voice into a <laughs> weapon. B. Pick it up. Count how much money is inside and plan how to spend it. C. Connect to it through a gateway and spend the money on kebabs for your friends. Or D. Close it just in case something nasty lurches out of it. What was the first option? Put a vo- put its voice into a weapon. A wallet. The wallet you, has a voice. You guys would understand this reference if you read the codex. That's a that's an Arcanist thing, man. So Helena Tarsus. I'm gonna go with D. All right, Devin's gonna go D. He's gonna close it. Helena Tarsus actually fought Fulminus on the mountain, destroyed him, and put his voice in the weapon, and that's how she got her sword. Nice. Yep. Then I'm gonna go with put its voice in a weapon. As you should. As you should. The weapon of wallets. The weapon of wallets. JD. I don't remember what it was, but I'm going to say C. All right. JD says C. Take forever to decide on what you want to do with the wallet. (laughs) Very good. Um, Number three, if you could have special powers, what would they be? The ability to visit places after my death. Endless stamina to... I know what I would do with endless stamina. To chase my enemies (laughs) to the ends of the earth. I don't need special powers. I know how... I am reading these questions. You be quiet. (laughs) I don't need special powers. I know how to manipulate Ember or D, consult with loved ones after they have died. Uh, I'm going to go with D. No, wait. C. Devin's going to go with the D. Oh, C. I mean. It's late. It's really late, Mike. Not even Family show. (laughs) Mulehorn picked F. All right. Mike. Of course, Heather. of course you did. Pick another yeah. mic. Blow things up. <laughs> There's no um, blow things up on here. So I don't remember what they were, so B. B, endless stamina, just like I picked. Oh. JD? Oh, jeez. Lost him again, JD. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to pick for JD, JD for the love of Helena Tarsus. Oh, my gosh. I put, I put in the text chat that nobody reads. I choose D because my audio's cut out. So JD, even doesn't look at the screen. JD, if you know that no one reads the text chat, why would you put it in the text chat? <laughs> sometimes people do. I, I, I just saw it. I, just I couldn't tell you see. otherwise. All right, JD chose D. All right, so thank you for playing this game. All right, so now <laughs> we're going to figure. Says B is not the obvious option because I got four kids. <laughs> Wow, that's that's what I'm saying, Lupo. I say wow also. Okay, um, I don't know what happened to this show anymore, but we're gonna just go with it. All right, Mike listen didn't up. Listen up. Steven okay, so just just listen, and I'm gonna tell you your letter, and then you remember your letter. So Mike picked B, A, and B. All right, Mike. So your answer is B. Devin picked D, D, and C. So Devin, you're a D. You're a D, Devin. JD, JD is A, C, and D. So, JD, we're going to call you A. Um, all right, so here we go. If you picked mostly A, you are General Helena Tarsus. You are a visionary leader who isn't afraid to kick butt and take names. You work well with others. Know how to settle conflict and leave a lasting impression. All right. If you picked mostly B, you are Magna Strahl. You are driven, determined, and are not afraid to disagree. You have no qualms about using dangerous situations to your advantage and will not stop until you finish the job. 
Let's see, if you picked mostly C, Mike's got a light show going on over at his place. He's got like a rave going on. If you picked mostly C, you are Arden Vasa. You are a mastermind who sees the possibilities in everything. You have a nurturing personality. You enjoy architecture and long hikes. So there you go. For And D, if you pick mostly D, you are Mitteron. Nothing makes you happier than family traditions and a good time with your best friends. You enjoy physical exercise yeah, yeah. and life in the great outdoors. Obviously, I enjoy physical exercise. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. So that quiz can be found in the Anthem Codex. Um, so, yeah, I was really surprised because the writing in the Codex varies from like super serious to the very comical like parody of a lot of the stuff that we have in our world so i thought it was very interesting so i thought it'd be a fun fun to do that little quiz there so julius we did You're talk about wrong. i thought it was hilarious <laughs> I, fact, it was so. pretty funny yeah so julius we did talk about the wooden um texture that you can get in the game and hopefully this has opened up for more opportunities for more textures to come out because currently i think it's called ebony wood and it's actually a leather texture so i'm guessing there will be more in the future also they finally realized that hey we can use wood as a texture because really i mean textures are the coolest thing that we have in the game so all right so julius said william song i haven't heard william's song so <laughs> We'll have to, I, have, I don't know what that is. I'll have to go listen. We'll have to bug William. So, guys, that is the main topics for episode 95 of the Freelancer Codex podcast. We are kind of excited and waiting. Phaedrin keeps coming in and out. So, Phaedrin, we'll, we'll eventually get this thing working, I promise. Um, if you like what we do, I don't know how you're still here, but I appreciate everyone in the chat. We have a lot of people in the chat. So, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Julius. Subscribe and Ray up. Shout out to Tiffany's in the chat. So first time tuning in. So hey, it's Tiffany. We've got Mulehorn like, in here. I can never tune into this. I was like, I will never listen to yeah. this show again. But I mean, I mean, if you've <laughs> listened to that. us for ninety-five episodes, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into, right? I mean, this <laughs> yeah. is this this is why we keep doing yeah, you're this not show. Be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> we enjoy doing it. Alaska Grizz is hanging out over on Mixer with us with a bunch of other people. So guys. And gals, we really appreciate it. I mean, we've been doing this for a really long time, and it makes it so much easier and so much more fun when you're here enjoying it with us. So we really, really appreciate it. Um, if you want yeah, to support do. us, you can do that at Freelancer Codex or Patreon.com slash Freelancer Codex. I mean, if you throw a buck our way, I mean, you get four plus hours of awesome content per month. I mean, that's like 25 cents for an hour of content. You can't get that deal anywhere else. And we don't have any frustrating mechanics here. It's all surprise mechanics here on the Freelancer Codex <laughs> podcast. And it's surprise, a this time. works this time. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you have questions, shoot us an email. You can drop us a line at the number that we talked about earlier that we'll post in the comments or the show the show notes. But until next time, freelancers, um, there's a shaper storm on the horizon. We don't know if it's soon. We don't know if it's a precursor to what is actually going to be happening. But there is Something a shaper storm on the horizon. And we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Freelancer Codex on Facebook at Freelancer Codex, or through email at freelancercodex at gmail.com. Join the Discord through the link provided at freelancercodex.com. Our show will always be free, but if you'd like to send some support, you may do so at patreon.com slash freelancercodex. Our individual Twitter handles are at Stephen Lamson, at
at mlampson25, at neverfear, and at JD the Joke Dealer. Freelancers, it's time to get to work. Ooh. So Devin, keep it keep it running. I'm gonna.